to another adventure of the Holiday Brigade. Two of our players' characters haven't seen each other in a while due to just their different jobs keeping each other busy. So, Mrs. Stax and Alaric, what have y'all been up to? Well, the last kind of scrape that Mrs. Stax got into uh, with our buddy, uh, the Revenant Enoch, ended up at a casino battling a leprechaun and we tricked it haha we tricked it by overloading all the probability in the area by setting off all the slot machines and that was a Stax's idea and she was really proud of it but unfortunately dealing with a luck creature and kind of breaking the luck in the area could have broken her luck so her organization sweepers had to test that and make sure that did not happen which led to sitting in a lot of laboratories, flipping coins over and over and over again, and drawing cards and guessing, and anything that's pure luck, probably playing, like, RNG games, just over and over and over again, and it was very boring. It was kind of nice, though, because you did get to spend a lot of time with that cute medic. I did! It, that was nice. <laughs> Yeah, so it wasn't so much... I've kind of been off the field for a little bit because that took a lot of time just to make sure there were no wild fluctuations in my my luck. And dating life. And dating life, <laughs> yeah. And that's kind of what Stax has been up to. And probably just a lot of paperwork from that same event that just... You gotta do it. You gotta do it. Yeah. Also, I have to say, it's probably nice dating someone connected to the sweepers because they get it get it she gets it like we're busy we're adults yeah. we're busy there's monsters in the world i can't text you back immediately but i will yeah i'll, I'll say it's going well just because that's cute it makes me happy yeah and the reason alaric wasn't there to help is because he was in a spot of trouble of his own uh, yeah he was dealing with repercussions of his magic backlashing in a sense and the council coming after him. And then after that, after you guys fixed that problem for him, he and Enoch ended up trading bodies. And that was a fun experience. I never want to be Enoch again. That body is way too big. I'd rather be in my wizard form. <laughs> so uh, I would say probably after that stuff, I've been studying what I collected, trying to see how I can maybe weaponize that and, and deal with the fear that I've been feeling and taking on little side jobs here and there for, for locals because I'm basically like Harry Dresden. I, I work with, with different people locally and, uh, you know, offer my services where I can to track down things or people. So, yeah, and that's what I've been doing. No dating life on Alaric's end, so. <laughs> Probably doing some work and catching up with mistakes on everything that's been going on. Yeah, I probably would have sent you a message like, you are you should be glad you weren't there. I was in Enoch's body and he was in mine. Not a fun experience. You missed out on something terrible. Good for you. <laughs> that would be the message you get. I just send back with like no punctuation. I just send back, what? <laughs> I just say dot, dot, dot. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm like, face palm emoji also yes 
Yeah, so you have caught each other up on things as much as you can, leaving out things on your end. I'm assuming, Alaric, that you said were not yours to tell. Yes, of course. I don't speak of, of Enoch's business. Enoch's business is Enoch's business. But you tell me about the, the rabbit spirit and the, the big bad wolf and the changing coin. Those things I tell you about. Okay. But I just yeah, I just don't inform you about Enoch's personal life. Are we like getting coffee? I feel like <laughs> I feel like we like meet up. It could start off as text and like you, you know what? Let, let's just meet this up. This is and too much. Get caught up. We gotta catch up. Yeah. yeah. You, At a local Starbucks. <laughs> yeah. Just just meet up for a coffee outside of wherever like the Wizard Council stuff is because maybe you're popping in for something. It's like it's just. You know what it is? After that thing, and even though all, everything's been paid off, the fines, I still have to, like, come in and check in for a little bit. Like, a couple times to make sure I'm staying out of trouble and using my magic wisely. And I just had to, you know, I had to stop in. So if you want to meet me here for, for coffee, we can get caught up. There's, you know, there's at least one person there who's still looking for an excuse to get yes. you in trouble. There's always at least one. Usually two. You're on, like, everyone's list. <laughs> That's the life of a wizard. <laughs> but yeah. Stax is definitely every now and then checking Pokemon Go because they made her play that just to like check her luck and she's kind of got into it. <laughs> <laughs> what, what are you playing there? Oh, yeah. It's just, I don't, you know, I don't know how, how many people play it, but it's like Pokemon, like from the 90s, but like digitally. The Sweepers have a uh, their own server. I loved Pokemon when I was a kid, but I'm more into superheroes now, so... Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've, been, I've been playing Marvel Snap. They're both now canon. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag not sponsored. Yeah, so I think we chat, and I tell you all about the luck testing, and... How's that been going? Oh, it's... It's... Like at first, it's not it's not so bad. It's it's just repetitive, which is fine. It's kind of meditative, but then you just have to keep doing it. And any little change from the usual fifty fifty or whatever the statistics should be, they make you start over. And it's just it's you know I usually am cool. I I like kind of I don't know. I like being busy. I like having stuff to do. But this was just so much. It took so long. But I know you you had something similar. I know they were grilling you about the the whole luck incident on your end, too. Luck can uh, really mess things up for you. So, well, I mean, you're doing okay now? The testing slowed down a bit? Yeah. You're probably done at this point. It's been at least a month. You're, you're good. She's, like, looking at you, but, like, playing Pokemon Go. <laughs> 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 like, not looking at it. So they've, they've tested your luck, but now they've gotten you addicted to a game. Maybe. I don't Maybe. <laughs> I can quit whenever I want. <laughs> it's also a good play game to play because you walk so much in your job. I do yeah. so much walking anyway, so might as well catch some little creatures. I've heard that game is good for exercise, so it makes sense. So, body swap? Yeah, that was, you know, from what we were able to figure out, we were, as I told you, we were going down looking for this Easter bunny that was being hunted, and then blank. 
And then when we woke up, we were in the sewers. And it took us a minute to realize that I was him and he was me. I gotta say, I, I don't want to ever do that again, but I do have a little bit of a respect for his struggles being the size that he is. It is definitely not easy to, you know, open doors gently or takes a lot of concentration. You didn't do it. even try to open doors gently. I don't <laughs> No, I didn't bother because I just knew it would be too hard to like just do it politely. I just rip things off, but but that's the story I'm telling here. Yeah, it's 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 not easy being being Enoch, that's what I'll say. So Yeah. Consciousness swapping it's very powerful magic. That's great that that's just happening. I pull out the coin because I would still have the coin. I kind of, oh god, Staxley, I pull away because I'm so tired. I'm tired <laughs> of coins. Like, you can keep that. You can keep that. You. I put some wards on it. We should. It's it's, it's safe right now, okay. but it's just that, uh, you know, this could be tied to something bigger. I mean, everything kind of feels everything that we've been dealing with since since Christmas feels somehow connected. Can't quite figure it out yet. Now there's something going on, and I'm not touching it, but I'm like leaning in to look at the coin. And is it just like a regular coin, or is it like a special coin? I could even roll. Yeah, yeah so it's like, give it or let's just give it a roll. Yeah. That's investigative history. Yeah. That's a 10. Okay. Where did this come from? Like, is this just a regular quarter? Is it some kind of really old coin? Do I recognize it? It's a really old coin, and it has, like, a profile of the face on it. I'll say, like, you're able to, like, take a piece of paper or a napkin or, like, a fork and, like, kind of flip it over without touching it. It has a similar profile facing the other way. It's a Janus coin. Oh, wow. I haven't seen one of these in person. Janus coin. The double-faced god. And then I get another question. What is being concealed here? Yeah, I have to figure out how do I answer that question. Well, while you're thinking about that, you would notice there are wards on it. Those are being concealed. My magical wards around it. So that gives you, that gives you one thing at least. Yeah, you you see the wards, and also, you know, because maybe you were just interested in the mythology at one time, or it's just, it could just be part of sleeper training. You know that these are rare, and one was stolen from somewhere a very long time ago. Yeah, and I'm, I'm still looking over it, and I'm like, I've never seen one. But they're all accounted for. They're all with powerful spellcasters, creatures. They're all accounted for. Except for one. One was... There, it, there is a documented theft of one. And it's been missing for centuries. It's possible you're holding it. Well, just make sure that nobody else gets a hold of it. If we could track down or even get any information on who stole it that might give us an idea who's involved. Has whoever stole it held on to it for a really long time? Or sold it. True. But if, if whoever stole it is the one who, like, put it there, that means whatever's going on has been in the works for a while. This would be something that is hard to move. 
think that kind of dawns on both of us. And we're both just kind of like, oh, the length of time this has possibly been going on. I mean, if we are dealing with tricksters and story creatures, they do have a lot of time to fill. You know, I wish we had an expert <laughs> on, on history and other things, <laughs> supernatural. Perhaps they might have some insight. I'll say this is around when Mrs. Stacks, you get a message. It's a message from, I guess, like, I don't know if you have a handler or someone that you report to at the Sweepers HQ. Because they know you're friends with Alaric and that you've been working with him for a while with the things that are going on. Basically saying, hey, do you think Mr. Hawthorne could get you into the archives? We need you to look for something. Reading this text and looking over my phone directly at Hawthorne. <laughs> what? My supervisor just messaged me and said, uh, could I possibly get your assistance with entry into the archives? How easy or hard would that be? Oh, why, storyteller? I'd say uh, high or low. <laughs> I always go low. You have a friend. One of the archivists is a friend of yours. Maybe it is my ex. We didn't end on bad terms. We ended on good terms. She was always busy with the archives, and I was always busy dealing with things out here. And just it, We just never really had quality time for each other that we wanted. So we ended on it amicable terms but we stay in contact and we help each other out whenever we need it gotcha yeah I like that hey, you guys all have interests so I might as well have one too <laughs> or at least a former interest yeah who knows maybe I'll still go out for drinks sometimes keeping it friendly but it's... yeah yeah it's more like friends now but there's always that like underlying like what could have been you know yeah I might be able to get us in with with the archives. I, I, I have a friend that works in there. That would be great if you can get us into the archives. The sweepers in the archives, they're a little red tapey. Just because we like to keep the primary sources we find, we always make copies, but I don't know. Well, I can get you in there to look at things. You can't be taking any of the primary sources. I don't want to be burning my bridges. So, you know, if you need to take your phone and get a couple of screenshots or something like that, that's fine. But no taking the books out. I won't, I won't take any books. Scout's on her. <laughs> uh, let, me, let me give my, my friend a text. Then I'll get on my phone and I'll send out a text like, Hey, can myself and a friend come by? promise nothing will be taken. We just need to do a little bit of research. Send. Oh, how are you doing? I hope you're doing well. Send. <laughs> <laughs> business, business for, they, under, they, she, she understands. She knows. Like, I, yeah, it's just that. Because the response back is, yeah, I'll, because I imagine maybe y'all have like things that you wear to identify to access things. So, 
Yeah, I'll get your permissions set up so you can use it for the night. Just make sure to keep an eye on your friends. And then a couple seconds later. Doing pretty well, how are you? <laughs> Had a body swap incident about a month ago, but doing all right back in my own form. <laughs> Just a normal text from a normal guy. <laughs> yeah. Well, in our line of work, it's pretty normal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the response back is just, glad to hear you're back where you're supposed to be. Me too. So, yeah, I think I think get us in. They're going to make sure we're on the list. We should be good to go. Sounds great. I don't know if she's working in there right now, but she has the ability to set up the awards to allow certain people through. It's how they keep records and when they aren't able to have someone physically sitting at the desk the whole time. Because there's better use for people's time. But sometimes if someone's doing something where they have to sit down, they'll sit at the desk and just do it that way. And by the way, just for record's sake, I think her name is Honora. That is a nice name. Honora with the archive. That's well made room for the name. Alright. So uh, when we're finished here, we could... You know, probably head over. Or if you need to do anything, we can we can meet later and then head over. Oh, one second. And I'm just sending, like, the most basic cat meme to the medic. <laughs> What's her name? Oh, her name is Meredith. You've just been having a war back and forth with just cat gifts. Just cat gifts, cat memes. We have Anora the Archivist and Meredith the Medic. I love it. <laughs> but I'm like, I look really serious because I'm trying to find a really good one. And it just looks really serious. I'm like, send. Okay, all right, let's go. Everything okay? Everything's great. You looked real serious. Okay. All right. Sweeper business <laughs> serious, Hawthorne. I know. All right. On the way over there, do you text your supervisor back to ask what you need to look for? Yes, I do. Have garnered access to archives for the night. Uh, we'll do research. Had to swear not to take primary sources. Alaric is like, kind of make, make sure you tell me you can't take primary sources. <laughs> You can't take her shit. Can't take the real books. The response back is understood. Reviewing list of topics for research. Great. So, what's new in your life since uh, the whole Mrs. Claus thing? And I mean, I know we briefly went over some of the stuff you guys did, but anything special going on? Work. Testing. A lot of research into this uh, storybook magic situation. This There's been a statistically impossible rise in uh, these events. And they keep happening around us, which my higher-ups find a bit concerning. I just, I don't know if it's happening around us or if it's happening because we got involved in Christmas. <laughs> Are we in your car or my truck? We can be riding in your vehicle if you want. Yeah. The sweeper van's very clean and nice, but if you look hard, there is still a little bit of glitter. 
here and there because it's never gonna go away. Yeah. Nope, <laughs> never. It does still smell nice, and that the hospitality thing is still a thing. Yeah. Like that that could have triggered it and wrapped us up in this. But it's Yeah. It's spring, we're past the equinox. It's almost summer. Uh, so it's it's kind of at its weakest right now, at least for me. Yeah. I notice you haven't been as jolly as you have been in the past, so that's good. You're back to more relaxed. I don't mean that in a bad way. I just you know that over-excessive jolly of Christmas spirit kind of thing. It's kind of died down a bit. Yes, so it has. I feel so much better. That was oh, so jolly. I don't. I don't know how. I don't know how people do that. I, I don't know either. I, we we tried uh, when they were trying to remove the magic from me. We uh, were seeing if we could transfer it to any other candidates, and we interviewed. Some people who really, really, really like Christmas all the time, all the time. And I, I just, I can't, I can't, I, no, no, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. I mean, I enjoy a good present and, and giving to others, but I don't, not too much into the over excessive jolliness. So here, here's what I'm wondering. If what we were talking about back at the coffee shop is true. And somebody got this coin a long time ago and has been planning this and moving pieces around for who knows how long. Why is everything happening now? Like, you know, you're talking about the equinox, the equinox changing and all that, but is there something happening right now on a, you know, larger scale that we're not thinking about that might be the reason why all this is going on? I will remind you, there was also Enoch detected faint leftover traces of chaos. Yeah, bring that up as well. If, if we're facing ancient chaos beings, we're probably not going to be able to pinpoint their motives, unfortunately. All we can kind of do is try to head them off as best we can. And clean up any leftover mess. Here's the thing a lot of people don't know about chaos. is There's still a level of why things happen. Chaos is never just true chaos. Because there there's things that are thinking behind it. There's feelings behind it. Again, whether we figure out why they're doing it. Why now? What has changed in the world? to allow all these things to just start popping off. You know, big bad wolf after rabbits, leprechauns, you know, Santa Claus going crazy. <laughs> it's a lot of weird things that have been happening. Body swapping, you know, it's just all this in less than a year. All this since, since Christmas. I deal with the supernatural every day with, and so do you. I, over the last four or five years, maybe one big case a year, and we've had like three, four <laughs> so far. Something's going on out there. Something is. And hopefully we can learn something at the archives. Around when you're sort of pulling into the front of the building. I don't remember, have we established if there's sort of a relationship between the sweepers and the wizards? It's kind. 
I was thinking like a loose one, like like we're we're allies, but it's not like we are like super tight because they, we have different missions, different goal sets. Yeah. But on certain things, maybe we come together. Different kind of methods. The sweepers are primarily non-magical people who are dealing with magical situations, whereas the wizard council obviously are magical folk. Very magical people. And I think just the use of resources, the kind of way they handle things is very different. And I think the wizard council, um, like if there's a problem and you can't just, I think they would take out a problem. Yeah. Whereas the sweepers are very like control, contain, relocate, clean it up, make sure it never, make it look like it never happened. I think they, they both do that kind of stuff, but when things are really bad, I think the council, the, the higher-ups, decide, like, it's better to just obliterate it and remove it from the board completely, whereas the sweepers... And, and I think also the wizard council, not uh, not every wizard, me, for example, not me, but I think the wizard council often, even though they're allies with the sweepers, often see the sweepers because they're non-magical as... They're out of their element. They're out of their. They're out of their. You know, this is this is the this is the big boys, and you guys don't. And they they underestimate the sweepers quite often, and they don't. And I think that's that's where the it causes some friction between the between yeah. the two organizations. So in the parking area for the like wizard council and all the stuff where the archives are, they do have like de- um, reserved spots for different organizations they work with. There's exactly one spot for the sweepers and it's out way out in the booties. Yeah. In the, all the way in the, the back. parking lot. I came prepared for this. I brought my thing and I hang it up on your vehicle, like <laughs> yes. my little pass so we can park up closer. Oh, it probably looks just like a sigil. <laughs> yeah. So good. Draw a sigil on the window. As you're going to park, I'm like, wait, 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 why, why are you parking? Wow, this is where they have you guys parking. Yeah, it's a bit of a, bit of a march. I'm sorry, I didn't realize it was that bad between the sweepers and the council. Here, I, I got a spot up closer, and and I do my little sigil magic to to mark your vehicles where you can park up there. Yeah, there's going to be some people confused about why is there a sweeper van in Alaric's parking lot? <laughs> parking spot, but I don't think anyone's really going to take up a fuss. Any wizard that walks close enough to see it, the sigil will kind of glow for them. It's designed to let them know that, you know, hey, I've marked this This, this vehicle. is supposed to be here. It's fine. Yeah. You're able to find that better parking spot. <laughs> get out. Head in. Alaric, you know how to get to the archives. Yeah. Uh, have you been here before? Have I? I feel like I would have been here. It's probably been a while because I've been doing so much field work the past few years. Yeah, I'll say like there, there might have been like a time or two where you've had to get permission. Usually there's a lot more steps that might have been before you met Alaric. Yeah. But have you been at this location? Because it moves around. Not this one specifically. Well, you know, they say all roads lead to Rome, so all archive doors lead to the same location. So they all will take us to where we need to go. They just recently put this one up. The last one, they were worried about vampire incursion, but oh, so yeah. we moved it. Ugh, that was, that was such a hassle. <laughs> Tell me about it. All right, let's go in. Um, I think we should be good. Texanora, are we... 
you know, beforehand just to make sure we're good. Are we good to head in? Yes. Set it to be good until in the morning if you end up staying up all night studying. Let me know if I need to extend. Thank you. You're the best. Yep. L O L. And then I head in. Yeah, you head down to the archives and you see someone down there, one of the archivists, and they look up and they see you and like, oh, hello, can I help you find anything? Anora should have us on the list to be able to use the archive today. Looks down at something. Uh, yes, yes. My name is Jackson and I can show you wherever you need to go. And you recognize Jackson. Jackson, it's been a minute. How you been? Been doing well. Keeping pretty busy. So, what are you looking for in particular? And Mrs. Dax says you look to check on your phone. They've only given you one topic. Well, there's also a cat gift. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you've been given one topic to research, and that is the Tower of Babel. Okay. Tower of Babel. Huh. Okay. <laughs> you say that out loud as you're reading it? No, no, no. I don't say that out loud yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I'm just like, hi. And it's like a switch flips and it's like customer service. It's just super polite. It's just like, hi. Yes, we're just here to do some research. We're looking into trickster entities. Also the theft of the missing Janus coin. Any information around that incident? Christmas books. <laughs> I even out like, what? Christmas books? Yeah. Jackson's just kind of nodding along, but there's a bit of an eyebrow raise when you say Christmas books. Internally, she was like, maybe they had something that we didn't know about or have gotten something in the meantime that might help with the <laughs> Mrs. Claus curse. <laughs> with the transfer. Maybe maybe something more precise on Christmas books because you know they have a lot of supernatural stuff, but they have like regular books too. And, and he may bring you like a night before. <laughs> so. Oh yeah, no no. She re I realize what I said, and I'm like, oh, I mean on uh, Christmas entities. Any anything else? Also, anything on the Tower of Babel? It might actually just be easier if I show you the section for. I've already forgotten some of the things that you listed. Um. <laughs> Jackson, come on. Come on, Jackson. Stick with it. No, that was me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, that was me as a person. <laughs> I thought even Jackson was like... <laughs> no, that was... I thought you were character. Your, Sorry. That was the key. <laughs> How about I can show you to our section on trickster entities so you can kind of look over and then for the more specific topics I can go and search and see what I can find. So um, if you'll follow me this way. Trickster entities, Christmas entities. I'm writing it down as well. Yeah, the missing Janus coin, the theft, and Tower of Babel. On the Janus coin, anything related to the coins, how they work, and different ways they've been used, just so we cover all that on that. Maybe that'll give us some idea of what the overall goal is. Yeah, gotcha. I know we have a couple of books on those. I'll 
bring the most relevant ones to you. And then if you don't, ha- if it doesn't have what you're looking for, I can go grab some of the others. Uh, if you don't mind me pointing out, I recognize your uniform. Um, you're one of the sweepers, yes? Yes. So he's talking as he's walking, and the archives are kind of like a labyrinth, just very confidently leading you around. I've always been curious about that organization. What made you decide to join? Like, how'd you end up with them? Oh, they do so much good work. Kind of handling supernatural creatures. I actually, as a child, we had a, an infestation of just kind of spring fairies. And, uh, you know, as a child, I could see them. And the sweepers came and successfully removed them. And they were so professional. And, of course, my family didn't remember a thing afterwards, but I always did. And I just thought that was a very interesting and kind of honorable job. It certainly sounds like one. You know what's odd about that is, if you've been found by wizards, they might have trained you in magic. That's usually a sign of somebody who has magical potential. (laughs) I'm just like, mm, yeah, a wizard. That would... That would definitely suit me. Um, But also, (laughs) internally, I'm like, why did I just say any of that? And it's like the hospitality spirit. Like, I want to share. And I'm just like, why (laughs) did I say... I don't tell anyone about... Why did I tell them that? It's the first I've heard that story. Mm. And does that make Alaric think of when he discovered magic? I mean, Alaric is... His family were... We're, sort, we're like magicians. He was raised in it from a young age. So, I mean, he kind of thinks back on it. I mean, it wasn't anything major for him. It's just magic's always been in his life. For him, what he thinks back on is more of how his parents were very much like, you must, you know, stay in control, must stay. It's power, with great power comes great responsibility kind of thing. And so it was drilled into him. And I think he reflects more back on his teen years where he kind of rebelled and got himself into some hot water in the mage world the first time around, which is the reason why nowadays they still observe him because he was just so sick of the, you got to do it. You got to do it this way. You have to, you know, and now he kind of, as he's older, kind of looks back and just thinks like a lot has changed. And just looking at you thinking what you went through, I think he's more thinking about what your life would have been like if you'd been a wizard. (laughs) scary. Uh. <laughs> so as you're going down these mental rabbit trails and Jackson is continuing to lead you along, he's like, so you're looking into an interesting variety of topics. Is there like a particular reason you're researching this? I'm like anything going on. I might be able to find some additional information. Jackson, why are you fishing? Are you trying to get out of the archive again? Maybe. I'm also, it's going to be a really slow night. I could use something to do. I don't know why we're searching all those things, but I can tell you we're looking into trickster entities because there's been quite a few of them recently. That's about about it. And I think the other stuff is really for Mrs. Stax and the organization because they probably dealing with several different things that require that information to be looked into. I, I can't speak on that. As a friend to my fellow sweeper here, or not my fellow sweeper, but my my sweeper friend here. I I just want to help 
help her as best as I can. Is there a reason why your group is looking into these things? Like leaving it to you to decide what you want to share about these topics. It's a multi-layered issue. We just want to cover all our bases and make sure uh, we have the most up-to-date information. Of course, of course. Also, when you said, my fellow sweeper, I gave you that look I always give you where I'm like, join us. Join the union. <laughs> We're a union. We have health care. <laughs> would I be the first wizard to join the sweepers? Potentially. Possibly. I, yeah. I don't, I don't think you'd do well in the sweepers. There's so many rules. It's great. <laughs> the wizards have enough rules as it is, and I like kind of stay out of that. Like I, I, I follow the rules that govern magic, but everything else, I'm just kind of like, ugh, I don't care about. So I, I don't think he would do well with the sweepers. I think he would get kicked out very quickly. Probably. <laughs> I'll say this, but like y'all have been walking around for a while. You feel like Alaric that you should have been there by now. So would you like to roll to read a bad situation? Yeah, and I, as I'm reading I'm, I'm asking Jackson, Jackson, were you told to just mislead us because I'm here with the sweeper? Or for some other reason? Because I've been here quite a bit and it doesn't usually take this long, my friend. That will be a five. <laughs> Can I roll read a bad situation? Because I did. Go for it. I got a 10 plus 2 plus... <laughs> sure, I got a 13. Okay, what are your questions? Yeah, Stax is always ready to read a bad situation. <laughs> Fair. See, or if you want to switch it, do investigate a mystery for the questions. Oh yeah, let's do that because we're not like in a hostile situation as far as we know. What's happening here? Are we like looping? Or like, or do I notice like we're going in circles? You get the distinct impression that this person is trying to get you very lost deep within the archives. Ooh, okay. And I also want to know what's being concealed here. This person is not who they say they are. Hmm. There might be someone named Jackson that works in the archives. This is not Jackson. Yeah. Yeah, I think we're walking and kind of chatting and Alaric's talking about, you know, the wizard council and, you know, him coming up and being a wizard. And I just kind of notice we've definitely passed this shelf before and we're definitely nowhere near the part of the magical Dewey Decimal System where we should be for any of those topics. And this person not even once has turned around to look at us. And I kind of slow and I kind of very subtly put my hand out to stop Alaric. And I say... Jackson, you've been so accommodating. We don't want to take any more of your time. Um, if you, you know, we'll take it from here and you're welcome to bring us any of those books that you can find. He still doesn't turn around. He's like, well, it's fun while it lasted and I didn't get quite as much as I hoped, but thanks anyway for the memories. And you realize another thing that happened here is while the questions were being asked, even though you didn't give straight answers. 
you were remembering. And this the person that you thought was Jackson just shifts and changes and like almost like the smoke and disappears down an aisle. And I'll say this is around when So Langley, you were sent down here because there have been some issues with spells not working that should work. So you were sent in the archives to check the, like the original copies. And while you were there, you caught that there was something down there and you've been tracking it and you think you're close. And you also hear these voices. There are other people down there. So as you see this entity disappear, Langley steps in from several shelves farther away with the device that they've been using to um, track this thing. And Alaric, you immediately recognize this person without them introducing themselves. Because I will specify, you didn't recognize the entity as Jackson until after they introduced themselves as Jackson. Mm -hmm. So it implanted the memory that I knew who they were. Yeah. So Langley, you see these two people in the archives, one of whom you recognize. I don't know if you are, I don't know if you personally know Miss Dex. Huh. Have you seen anything unusual down here? You, you didn't just see that thing just poof and smoke? Pretending to be somebody Jackson? Ah, uh, I missed it. I've been trying to find whatever that is. Never mind. Can I help you? What are you? You. You, you look familiar. Yes, it's, it's Alaric. Alaric, Alaric, Alaric. Uh, Anora's friend. Ah! I thought there's turmeric, but uh, something else. <laughs> <laughs> also, would you like to describe what Langley looks like? Yes. So, before you stands just this medium height person. You're not entirely sure. I'm not entirely sure. They're not entirely sure. Just a person. Whichever, whatever gender you can imagine. It's fine. It's, an, it's unimportant. That's that's not the information that they're needing to remember, because they just want to know everything about everything else. It's... it's hmm. But <laughs> just dark, kind of messy hair, contemplative face trying to, you know, just looks like they're somebody who's trying to soak in some details and make connections whether they exist or not kind of old-fashioned clothes uh, a nice tweed three-piece suit that's so dark you almost think you were black but if it catches the right light you know that it's actually just a shade of blue and these bright green eyes very inquisitive eyes you see Mrs. Stax is a very kind of smartly, not overly fancily dressed woman, kind of, you can't really place her age. She could be like 30 to 45, somewhere in there. Short, dark hair cut very sensibly. And she's wearing a suit and she has a pin. And if you look, if you get close enough, you can see it's kind of it's metal, and it's kind of abstractly almost looks like like a top hat and a broom, which would signify she's a sweeper. And also a just a very a very tiny like probably at this point it's the same artistic style as your other pen now. Yeah. But it's a little Santa hat. 
I do have a tiny Santa hat pin. <laughs> I also have, uh, because you, I did this right when that thing turned to smoke, I have a gun that I have just <laughs> drawn. Not on you, but like, I definitely... That could certainly explain the instinct to be like, can I help you with something? <laughs> <laughs> You're right. And beside me is Hawthorne. Alaric Hawthorne. You know him as a local wizard, mage, spellslinger, whatever you want to call him. He is basically, he looks younger than what he probably really is. He has rough facial hair, shaved hair on the side, more hair on the top, and it is dyed like a teal color. He wears like kind of like street clothes, but somewhere between really nice and just casual is the way he likes to dress. And right now he has, what does he have out as well? Because, I mean, I would have drawn out as well when this <laughs> thing started to, to do that to us. Oh, yes. I have a sword that normally you don't see on me. It's almost like it just kind of comes out of nowhere. Just shh. And I have a sword out like as I'm ready to deal with what we were just facing. But yeah, sword and gun drawn. <laughs> That's what you see us with. And I'm just like, Langley, with the saber in my hand. Hey. <laughs> Dashing look. Langley? Langley. Or, or Jacobs. You can just call me Jacobs. Jacobs, Langley. Take your pick. This area is compromised. Can I try to roll to see what the heck that might have been? Yeah, same Go here. Go for it. Let's investigate a mystery. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, Langley, do you want to roll to see what you figured out so far about it? It's a natural 10. 11 for me. I got a 7. 10. So let's start with Miss Stack's question first. Yeah, my little question. Well, first of all, did we clock that it was... It said thanks for the memories, right? Yeah. Okay. For the record, when you said that, I literally wanted to sing the song. Exactly. You're welcome. <laughs> Thanks for the memories. Because I'm I'm low-key panicking because I was steadily thinking about my youth and how I had to find the sweepers. I had to hunt them down and then like earn because they didn't recruit me. I had to like earn my spot and like all of that training and then my like extensive sweeper training and like all the stuff I know and I'm like, oh no. <laughs> so I'm like, what was that? What was this creature? So that's what I want to ask. That creature was Fae. And it's a kind of Fae that they are particularly gifted in stealing memories, but how they steal memories is basically like they break into your brain and make a copy. So the memories never disappear. You never know for sure what they took. Aside from the fact that you can probably intuit that based on the questions they asked, they did pull that in, though. We can hand wave and say answers are explained amongst the group. So I'm immediately putting my cold iron bullets in my gun. Well, I think a logical question to wonder is where did it go? Yeah. One. You have a device tracking it, so if it's still nearby. Yeah. Also, the fact that it got what it needed, it's going to one of the exits. 
probably one that is less worded, and I will say Langley. Between your tracking device and the fact that I feel like you probably basically live in the archives, you are familiar with which doors are, um, maybe have a little bit weaker wards or something where this thing can slip through. Oh, fantastic. If it's wanting to leave, I know exactly where it's likely to go. And I think you get another question, too. Well, if we know it's Faye, we probably know what can hurt it. Iron and violence. We, we know what sort of creature it is. We know where it's heading. I guess I would want to know what all can hurt it. Because I know we're putting cold, cold bullets in there, or cold iron. But what else, like, what else can hurt it? Types of magic, fire, things like that. Like, what can hurt this thing? I mean, fire's effective against a lot of things. I, yeah, especially books. Yeah, the iron's going to hurt it a lot, but extreme temperatures or things that would hurt a normal person will also hurt this thing. But um, the iron is probably going to be the most effective because Fey are weak to iron. Do you know the next one you want to ask? Just rotate back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> We're, like, going up and down the, the stacks, like, trying to find where this thing went, and Langley's leading the way. Yeah. But what was it going to do? It can't have just been here for your memories and then gone. Obviously, it wanted something. It specifically asked Mrs. Stacks how they became a sweeper. It led me to thinking about my own stuff, but... It asked about that, and then it asked why you have been researching what you're researching. Yeah. Oh. So it got what you know about what's going on. Oh, no. Yeah, I mean, this what's going on. But isn't it weird that you were asked to come here, and then this thing was here to meet us? And nothing's ironic in the supernatural world. <laughs> Langley, to answer your question, because this is one thing only you would know, because you were investigating why certain spells were starting to have issues that the wizards haven't had issues with since they were gifted the spells. You were sent to investigate in a certain section of the archives. I don't think you got there before you ran into this thing. But the reasons the wizards were able to do the spells is because they had possession of the books. Might have been there to steal the knowledge or copy the memories of how to do those spells, but it is probably behind whatever you were sent, the, the thing you were sent down here to investigate. And it is currently escaping. Hmm. That's not going to affect you, Alaric. You're good. Alright. Also, you are probably unaware of the fact that there are certain spells that the Council can only do because they have the spell physically in their possession. If, if there's anything else, like what is being concealed here? Is its route being concealed that maybe I could see with magic? Yeah, whenever I do investigation, like, what magic was done here? There you go, I'll ask that. That's what I'll ask right now. What magic was okay. being done here? That's that's my freebie that I get to ask. So you see the traces of the fey magic that was used to basically copy and absorb your memories, and there was also... I don't know if there's, like, specific spells tied to it, because fey magic is a little bit wild and strange, but you can kind of see where it dropped the form that it was carrying and is currently hurrying towards somewhere. It doesn't seem to be going very fast, but you can kind of 
you can see where it was, it dropped its form to flee. So it's changed its form and it's fleeing. Can I see what direction it's fleeing with, with, with uh, the magical sight at all? Like at least the general direction where it went? I'll say as, because I pictured that Langley has been leading the charge since they have the device. With your vision, you're also able to see the trail so you can confirm that you're going the right way. Okay. So, you'll come up with a plan while you run. Mrs. Dax looks so mad. Can I? Because one of the things with use magic is trap a specific person, minion, or monster, bar, place, or portal to a specific person or a type of creature. Is there a way for me to maybe try to, at least for now, keep it in this place where it can't just flee so we have more time to try to catch it? Yeah, I'll say that you know how to, like, activate a lockdown, maybe, and Langley may know it. Langley probably knows as well. All right, well, I'm going to try to use magic then. See if we can... Langley, I, I, I may need a boost if just for more rat, but let me see what I got first. I, I rolled an eight, and I have a plus two, so I got a ten, a straight ten total. It works perfectly. Describe what it looks like as Alaric triggers the shutdown and locks you I, all in the archive. <laughs> Great. Well, I guess yeah. We'll do. We'll just. We'll just. just I'll do a general one. I'll do a general one for now. Locking everything in here. Nothing can leave until we can sort this out kind of thing. But you hear him say a few words under his breath as you guys are kind of moving. And then he raises his hand out in front of him. His whole hand glows. And then there's just this pulse of energy that you feel just sweep out from him. You can't see it, but you can feel it as it ripples through you and just kind of goes through the entire place. Some of the books on the shelves like shake, pages kind of blow. It's almost like it's like a wind blowing through the place. And then everybody can kind of feel like something just happened. <sighs> all right, that should keep it in here for the time being. But we're also in here for the time being. At least until it finds another way to get out. You have been listening to Pseudonym Solo Adventures Holiday Brigade a holiday-themed Monster of the Week adventure featuring special guest Emily as Langley Jacobs, Morgan from Mind Flayed Mondays, and Jess from Ballad of the Seven Dice. I have been your DM and producer, and if you enjoy this, feel free to check out our other shows over at Pseudonym Social. You can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash pseudonymsocial and follow us on Twitter at Zero Social. Stay tuned next time to see what happens to the Holiday Brigade. <laughs>